Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk. And up first, we're going to talk about roadside facilities on our motorways. And Owen joins us on the line from Cork. Owen, why did you get in touch with the show? Hi, Claire. How are you? I'm good. Thank you very much for asking. <laughs> How are you? Uh, I'm great. I'm great. Um, I suppose, yeah, I'm glad you saw my tweet last night, Claire, and gave me a show because I suppose I, I play in a wedding band uh, called the Buchels, and we were in Virginia Park in Cavan last night. No, I'm from Fermoy, just outside Fermoy, uh, in County Cork, a place called Castellane. So it's a three-hour drive. No, on that journey last night, there was four tolls up and four tolls back. No, on the way up, there was plenty of facilities, but you know, at that hour, you're on the way to work, you don't really need them. But on the way home last night, between Cavan and Cashel, there wasn't one service station with proper decent hot food facilities you know a place that you can go in relax for a half an hour take a break um, you know there's plenty of, there, there are service stations there like Junction 14 and Midlands Plaza in Port Leash two of them are there but they're only open with a hatch um, where you can get maybe a sandwich that's there probably since maybe on Sunday night it's probably there since Saturday morning right in the box um, but like in Cashel and for my you can walk in there's McDonald's there's hot food fresh hot food inside in the service stations um, and I can't understand why it's not part of the planning application when these places are built that they're not obliged to stay open 24 hours um, the RSA are spending a fortune taxpayers money on ads with likes of News Talk and RTE telling us how tiredness kills and that we pull in, take breaks. Yes, these facilities aren't there. And like, as I say, the tolls, four tolls on the way up, four tolls on the way back, the tolls weren't closed at 12 o'clock. Yeah, because I suppose you're you're touching on the kind of nighttime economy and people who are working nights. And I'm sure after um, a night performing, you're wired at the start. But surely as that journey goes on, you probably really need that break to oh, ensure your journey's safe. Absolutely. And it's not just a break to sit inside and sit in the van for, for, for 10 minutes. You need to be able to you know, go into some place, sit down, you know, even if there's just some sort of, you know, decent, fresh hot food. I mean, you go to the UK and drive, drive on, on a motorway over there every 20, 30 kilometres. There's proper facilities. You know, you could go in, you can, you can nearly get a, a roast dinner at three o'clock in the morning over there. Yeah, I'm sure people will say, you know, is the demand there? Is it going to be safe? Is there going to be vandalism? But when you look at the UK, it, it's working there. It's not a dangerous situation for people to be in to just allow people access to proper facilities on their journey. Exactly. That's that's just it. You know, I mean, I suppose in 2023, it's, it's a 24-hour economy, you know, and things don't stop. Um, and why should we have to, to, to suffer because of the time of night that we're working? Well, Owen, stay on the line there because I want to bring Kieran in. Kieran, you're on the line from Cork. You're welcome to Lunchtime Live here on News Talk. You're not a band member, but you are working on the roads. Tell us your thoughts. Uh, thanks, uh, well, um, I, uh, I drive for a living and the, the online, it's... Um, 
very hard to get parking anywhere, especially around the garages and even the motorway services, because every place is full at lunchtime, and we have to walk to a tachograph cab where you're only allowed to um, drive uh, four hours, and you have to stop, four and a half hours, sorry, you have to stop and take a break, and that interferes with the, your driving time up and down, and you know what I mean? At night, it's impossible. All the services he's talking about, they are on, on the road. They are full of trucks. So if you're in a truck, you can't get into them. So it's, I mean, where we, and what they're doing now, I think that men are better right there in Cork a lot, is um, they're narrowing all the roads. No, don't know how far their truck is parked down there. No, never cycle any of the of a, of a, of a road. And even if a truck breaks down on that back road there now, there's going to be chaos. Like, there's no tractors into, you know, the, the, the logistics side of people delivering and walking at night. And even at day, it's just gone that thing. So you're in a large vehicle. You're in a HGV, Kieran. And even some of the bigger, newer forecourts, are they still not adequate for the amount of large vehicles travelling? I, I, I was in the image of a day now and there's uh, services on the way up there and I, I, I said, I will, I need to use the toilet and things. But it was full and apart from the bays being full, they were parked behind it. It was hard to get in and out of it. So it's full at night. I presume that means there was a stop in time if you want to get get parking. And, you know, I, that's the way it is. It's just impossible to get parking. Now there is lay-bys in the road some places, but lunchtime at certain times they are full and uh, there's no time services in any way. It's ah, we're lagging way behind. No, uh, I've been to France and, and, and Europe a lot, like, and I mean, the services over there, you have vehicles to park and there's no problem, you know. Yeah, and as you said, it's important to safety that we've brought in the legislation for safety of people on our roads, including our drivers, that you need to take these stops. And I know they're recorded on your, your vehicles. And if there's nowhere for yeah, you I mean, to take that stop, then we're not tallying up the services with the legislation. You'll get no break if you don't stop on time. The dog will say, I don't have to stop. You're still going to get summoned by the RSA. Yeah. Kieran, stay on the line sure. there. I want to bring in PJ Ryan, an independent councillor in Clare. PJ, you're welcome to Lunchtime Live here on News Talk. This is something you've been highlighting, the issue that we've heard from Owen and Kieran about there. Thank you and good day to your listeners. Yes, uh, I'm uh, an elected representative for the Shannon Municipal District on Clare County Council. And uh, I put in a motion there back about 12 months ago now requesting uh, that the minister or, or the TII would look at the situation. And I was especially talking about the M18 and the N18, which passes Swole County. And uh, really what tempted me to put in the motion was people were getting on to me and saying like, that they were watching people uh, using the side of the motorway and the side of the dual carriageway as, as a toilet. Basically, you had minibuses, uh, you had cars and large vehicles pulling in the side of the road, using the side of the road for a toilet, uh, which is fine maybe in the case of men, not right, but like at least uh, it's something. But uh, if you take uh, the ladies, uh, they, they don't have that choice. Like So it's really, really problematic. So basically what I was requesting was like that uh, some kind of facilities be put on all motorways. I believe at the moment like you can actually drive uh, from Sligo to Rosslare and there's no proper... Uh, facilities, you know, for HGVs or for buses 
or any of that type of thing. Like there are areas where you can pull in for coffee and tea and sandwiches, but that's really not suitable at times for HGV drivers, which I've heard from uh, some of your people there. And, you know, they have to take stops and they have to take breaks. And also, uh, I know because I'm involved in, in, in uh, vehicles myself, that if you've got a goods vehicle which is carrying uh, highly inflammable products, that they have to pull into an area which is manned by an attendant. There are none of those you know, between Sligo and Rathair. So I, I really, really think it's time that, uh, you know, the, the powers that be stepped up and put in these facilities for to facilitate everybody. When you put this motion forward, what kind of reaction did you have? I, I had unanimous backing at uh, the local council and uh, they actually wrote to the minister and wrote to the TAE, but as of yet, like, we've had no response to it. Like, so... Uh, I'm just wondering how long it takes them to respond to it, but we're living in hope all the time that they will come back, like, you know. Because it's hugely dangerous to stop on a hard shoulder. I mean, I'd often see, and, and, and people are hard pushed because there isn't somewhere to stop, but you'd see a family stopping and kids getting out to use the toilet. And this this is a big health and safety issue. Not only should motorways not be a place for people to urinate, but they're on a very busy motorway at the side of the road. If there was a crash, it could be catastrophic. We need to have facilities the way they have across Europe. Absolutely, as, as anybody will know, especially with young children, you know, is sometimes if they go on a long journey, like, you know, they need to go to the bathroom. And sometimes then you have children who, you, you know, who, who get sick from travelling, like, and obviously the first thing, uh, you know, the parents are going to do is pull in on the side of the motorway or pull in on the side of the dual carriageway and, and try and help the child. Or, as I say, then, you know, you have people, you know, attending matches, that may be 100 miles away from home, like, and, uh, they, you know, whether they drink water or alcohol, I don't know, I won't, I won't say anything about that, but at the end of the day, like, you know, if it goes in, it must come out, like, so, uh, you need some place, like, to deposit it, like, that's, that's a major, major problem, and I, uh, it, it's, it's a little bit disgusting in for other, uh, you know, motorway and dual carriageway users, uh, to see vehicles pulled in on the side of the road, and as I say, most of the time, uh, well, all the time it's men, uh, you know, but it, it, it's, it's, it's not a very good situation, especially for the ladies, but it's not right for the men either, right? Yeah, and, uh, you know, it's important that people are able to stop because, as we hear, tiredness kills, and you hear it over and over again from the Road Safety Authority, how important it is that we take a proper stop. But it doesn't make any sense if for people who are constant users of the motorway, if they can't stop somewhere. Yes, and, and I, I suppose there was an argument to be made, like, you know, that everybody that uses our, our roads, our motorways and dual carriageways, they're p- paying huge tax on their fuel, they're paying road tax, and uh, indeed when we were told, uh, when the property tax came in, that some of the, of the money would be used to improve our infrastructure. So I, I just don't know, like, there seems to be a big gap and a big void there somewhere, but somebody needs to pull out their finger and put in these facilities. I'm also very close to uh, Shannon Industrial Estate, where a huge amount of commercial vehicles come and go every day. And sometimes we have people coming from other parts of Europe, and they arrive maybe at 7 o'clock in the evening. There is actually no place for them to park, so I find them using, you know, uh, tourist areas where there's space to pull in. And I also find them pulling in around housing estates, and sometimes some of these vehicles are carrying products like, you know, that, 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 that may have, 
an explosive content if they're exposed, you know, to too much sunshine or too much heat or anything like that. And like that's actually a danger, you know, to the people in the vicinity where they're parked. Yeah, plenty of our facilities need an upgrade by the sound of things. That's PJ Ryan there, independent councillor in Clare. We're talking about roadside facilities, particularly for people who use the motorways. And so far, we've been talking a lot, not just about those using it for tourism or to travel from A to B, but people who work on the roads. A texter says, I've had the same problem traveling from Baileyborough in Cavan to Wexford. With work constantly, the tolls are so expensive, none of the places will let you use their toilets after 10 p.m., and that's not even mentioning the amount of time you get stuck with night works and closed junctions. By the way, three tolls each way. And that was a point made by our earlier caller, Owen, who was on the line from Cork. Owen, are you still on the line there? Yeah, so you were making that same point. You had four tolls in your journey. So it's like you're paying yeah. for facilities that aren't like, there. I mean, last night, it cost me nearly 30 euros to drive from just in tolls. Um, with a van, like it's nearly four euros on average per toll. So that was eight tolls. Yeah. And look, Um, I mean, you're also paying for the road itself that enables you to bypass the towns and get there quicker. We get that. But also you need a break. Also, you need a rest. And also you need to use the bathroom. But Dave, can I or um, Owen, can I put a text to you here? Um, One says, is that musician joking? Places should stay open to facilitate him and a few others, though clearly it's not viable. If it was viable, it would be done. What would you say to that texter? Well, look, I suppose at the end of the day, it's a safety issue and I would class these as essential services. So if a private business isn't making enough profit, and I mean profit because let, let's face it, all these big companies are making a lot of profit, but if they're not making enough profit, then it needs to be privatised. Yeah, there needs to be funding put in place, especially you know, as you say it's, it's a safety issue. Me and a few. This is for everyone. This is facilities that are across Europe. It's standard. We are the ones that are behind. So I'd actually take a little bit of insult into that comment by that texter now. And I have a fair idea who it is. Oh, you feel you know the texter. Well, who knows? It's anonymous. So don't go falling out with anybody on our account. But let's bring in Dave Brown, lead singer with Picture House and another popular wedding band, the controversial All Stars. Dave, you're welcome to Lunchtime Live here on News Talk. Hi, Claire. How are you? I'm good. Thanks for coming on. How do you feel Ireland compares to other countries in Europe for facilities? Well, I would I would reiterate what Owen said there and um, and your other callers. I mean, it's, it's, it's clear that but the facilities are excellent and the motorways are kept in Ireland very, very well. I mean, I have to say that. So, I mean, I know where our toll money goes and stuff like that and it's meant to, you know, enhance the, the safety of the, of the motorways and they are kept impeccably well and the services themselves are, are very well made. But it does beggars belief that they close. But sometimes I've pulled into them at half 11, 11 o'clock at night and you can't get anything and. The, the guy working behind the counter, no aspersions on them. I'm sure they're, they're hardworking people, but very rarely would they make you a coffee or anything like that. So it's not actually even possible to get a coffee in a lot of these places. And as Owen said, I mean, if it is a, a case of not being viable, like the, like your texter uh, implied there, um, that's not a good enough reason, really, because it, it should be part of the expense of the business that it needs to stay open to facilitate the people that are using the roads at that time of the morning. Yeah, it it was interesting to hear from one of our texters that even bathrooms close at 10 o'clock, that you can't even get in to use the facilities, um, you know, let alone get hot food, let alone have what is a proper break. Because 
uh, you know, I've had times where I've been tired on a journey and pulled in, you know, just to a town or just to whatever, you know, in the car. And it's not enough to just close your eyes in your own car, I don't think. No. And and again, uh, you know, if, if, if safety is the issue, that's, that's another reason uh, that it's unsafe to do so, you know, and stop in places like that. I mean, look, arguably, I'm sure that the service station people would say, well, you know, it is a security issue. I mean, people coming in using the toilets that shouldn't be used. And look, as much as I understand that, I don't think it's a good enough reason that we should be uh, in lagging terribly behind the rest of Europe. I mean, even Owen mentioned there the UK. I mean, our closest neighbour. But across Europe, when you're touring across Europe, I mean, the the service facilities are incredible in those places. And they're 24-hour. Yeah, and I mentioned that about a security issue because that's the kind of assumption you make because any of the four courts, you know, even in the in the towns and, and cities, you do see that they start to close their doors after 10 o'clock because, you know, obviously there is more antisocial behaviour, alcohol comes into play. But it is doable. I mean, you can have security on a door. And as you say, it's happening in the UK. It's happening across Europe. Well, it just seems to me, I mean, firstly, that would create a bit of employment, wouldn't it? To have somebody to look after the place at night. And secondly, it's always this small percentage of people that kind of do that kind of stuff that keeps the rest of us at ransom. It's not a good enough uh, explanation in my book that uh, we can't do it because of security. It's like, okay, Claire, can I come in there on that? Is that you, the, Owen? Yeah. You the, the, most of these facilities are in rural areas along the motorway. They're not in towns. They're, people aren't coming in there drunk. In the middle, you know what I mean? The, like, Junction 14 is in the middle of nowhere. No one's going to be arriving there drunk and they're going to have to drive there to get there. So that, 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 that argument of security really isn't an issue. Yeah. You imagine that's one of the excuses given, though, to be fair, that that's what they say, even to be in an isolated area on your own at night, that perhaps you're a little bit more vulnerable. Uh, how, co- how, how, how come it's, it's viable in Cashel and for my? They have McDonald's up and there were seven or eight staff there last night. You know, it's like it, 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 the viability thing because the security is just it's just a non-issue. Well, it's it. just an excuse that people would use. I mean, definitely because it's it, it sh- as I say, it should be factored into the overall profitability of the service station. Is that it needs to be open at night? That should be part of the as Owen as Owen said there. It should be part of the planning application. And and surely, if these places are licensed to do what they do, they they should be able to facilitate people that are using the roads late at night. And Dave, do you like it's very simple? A very simple injunction fourteen. There's there's six or seven different food facilities there. Each of them could rotate a night. Yeah, and they're the more modern facilities, you know, that seem to have been purpose built. These are the ones that you'd expect to be open. Yeah. Yeah. Well, look, we'll have to leave it there and throwing it out to listeners to see if it's something that they have experienced. But thank you very much to Owen there from uh, the Buchholz Wedding Band and also Dave Brown, lead singer with Picture House and the controversial All Stars. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Weekdays at midday on News Talk. We've been talking about roadside facilities or lack thereof on our motorways. We kicked it off talking to Owen, who is with a wedding band called the Buchels and travelled through four tolls, costing him €30 Euro to make the trip. And after a certain time at night, you can't get any facilities for a break, for a toilet or for something to eat. So we've been asking if it's something you have experienced. And Jim is on the line. Jim, you're welcome to Lunchtime Live here on News Talk. Claire, how are you? I'm good. Why did you get in touch? 
Well, look, it's it's not only facilities. I think the standard, we'll say, like, motorways are relatively new to us. I mean, the first motorway opened in Ireland on the, uh, the M8 back in the mid-90s, you know, and, like, it's still a new thing. We're still, uh, a lot of people are still adjusting to the to the culture of the motorway network. But I think the standard of the motorway network from, from day one is very poor. It's it's of the lower end of the Euro scale with regards to safety facilities and so on. Um, you know. And so, when you mean safety, what do you what, what can you elaborate well, we'll on that? Say, a bit? We'll take we'll say lighting at junctions. Currently, the M9 is undergoing uh, uh, undergoing maintenance. To say it's maintenance whereby they are actually removing lighting from all the junctions and all the uh the exit netways on the on the m nine is it it's it's apparently got to do with saving electricity i'm not sure but both exits and off ramps and on ramps should be well lit up they're not they're actually removing also drainage the drainage system on Irish motorways is a two foot trench. Uh, on the hard shoulder filled with stones. I mean, lay-bys, there should be a, a cut-out every minimum, every five kilometres. The M9 has two. On an 80-kilometre stretch, the M9 has two cut-outs or lay-bys. Uh, and then, of course, there's facilities. Now, facilities are improving. Uh, it's, you know, that's important to know. We'd say between Circle K and, and Apple Green, they are improving. Uh, but, even road surface, they're constantly resurfacing junctions on the M9 on an ongoing basis because they, were, they weren't up to standard from day one. And so do you feel, Jim, you know, that said, that we've come a long way, but we still have a long way to go? Absolutely, we have come a long way. But as, as yeah, we still have a long ways to go. But, you know, I mean, from the outset, from, from day one, they got it wrong. You know, they just said, look, we'll throw up, we'll slap these motorways on just to get things, you know, get with it. But we'll do it at a minimum of standard. And that's exactly what happened, you know. And we're now paying the price. People are giving out their nowhere to go if they want to, if they're an overnight stop or, you know. Like motorway network in Europe right across, you have overnight stops where you can actually motels and toilet facilities, uh, shower facilities for truckers. That's non-existent here. I mean, I think there's two. Uh, Mayfield, I think, is one of them where a trucker can go in and have a shower. Uh, I think there might be one more, I think, on the M7, or I think. But, you know, very poor, very poor. It's just, you know, uh, it should be like you're paying. Now, also, Ireland is one of the very few EU countries whereby if you're charged toll rate, you also pay road tax. Mm. You know, but here we pay both. Yeah, Most it's a double whammy. You pay one or the other, you know. And when you're paying your toll, what do you think you're paying for? The ability to bypass a town or do you no. think facilities should no, be on top not, of that? It's, it's like it's like the uh, same old story. It's like the ESB. It's like it's like everything. The buildings, the, 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 the government or the powers that be buildings, uh, toll roads, say it's for the upkeep. But then they the sell it to the highest bidder. And offload it and say, there you go, charge wherever you want. And, you know, Irish toll roads last year made, was it, 2.3 billion profit. Uh, 
you know, well, we ESB, have to check that out there and see if we can so substantiate it. It's it. a money-making exercise. It's not, and I repeat, it is not for road maintenance. You know, it's a money-making process. That's what it is. We'll stay on the line there, Jim. I want to get to some of our texts. I'm with the man who said he was struggling with the roadside facilities late at night. I drove back from Adair to Dunleary after a gig last night. Could have really used a coffee and a break. Absolutely no services open. Um... This is about the lack of facilities, says another. The politicians finally, after 25 years of creaming off the top, allowed a few bob to get to infrastructure and built a few roads and have been bragging about it since. But adequate facilities? Well, that goes on the long list of ash or it'll do attitude that permeates Irishness. Why are people surprised? Another says each truck pull in should have toilets and bins. We pay our tax. Privatised motorway contracts should demand this, which should not need petrol stations for this with all the tolls and tax charges. And another says, when it comes to safety, I discovered I had a soft tyre while driving on a motorway recently. I pulled into a service station to use the air pump. The air pump required money, but I had no money with me. I asked the station manager if I could just use the air for one minute, but he refused. So I ended up back on the motorway with a soft tyre. Well, that doesn't make any sense at all, does it? And, you know, it's interesting when you think of things like that. I mean, I could hear them talking on the Pat Kenny show earlier about us becoming a cashless society. There's so many times where you're not going to have coins on you and to not be able to get access to maybe tap and get some money back or something so that you can be safe on the road and pull in and use those facilities doesn't make any sense. And my producer, Heather, has supplied me with the information over 344 million in tolls was taken in last year, over 67 million more than the previous year. I drive HGVs all over Europe, says another. In UK, all motorway service areas are only open with a shop and toilets. All hot food is closed. Odd petrol stations have hot pasties. Holland, Germany, France, all the same. Restaurants are closed. Petrol stations and shop only open and toilets always available. Well, thank you for that, Mick. We'll go to the phones. George is on the line. George, you're welcome to Lunchtime Live here on News Talk. How are you? Thank you. Very well, Sarah. Thank you. Um... Just to kind of highlight, in towns, there is a certain size. There should be public toilets in them. Uh, in, in the Midlands around here, and the honourable exception is over there in, in Lanesborough, in the car park over there, it's, but it's open nine months of the year. Uh, Cavan used to have one in Town Hall Street. But if you go through any other towns, like tourists coming across country, they don't come down motorways. They like to get a... We're losing you a little bit there, George. You're, you're cutting out over. a little. Can you hear me all right? Yeah, Yeah. You're, sorry, we're, we're losing chunks of you, but I, I, you're saying that there's not oh, enough toilet facilities. There's not enough toilet facilities in towns. Uh, they're talking about tourism and things like that, but if you come in a, in a line across from Slane, maybe through Cavan, Longford or any of those places, there's no place to I see in, in towns of a medium size. There's no toilet facilities. The yeah. council has closed some of them. Yeah, and some of them getting closed at 10 o'clock at night, even where there are facilities. And, you know... You have to rely You have to rely then, if you're around the 10 or 11 o'clock or 1 in the morning, is a chap in the toll because he has to close the door. Yeah, but that shouldn't be the case. Um, you know, it should, we... No, it shouldn't. But if you have a single... If you have an operator, um, uh, there was one place in Cavan, I think, and he said he used to have to close from between 2 and 4 o'clock in the morning, 2, 2.30 and 4 o'clock in the morning. And the lugs that was using it, the guys that was using it, the truckers and uh, 
bus drivers travelling maybe from Donegal or whatever it was, they used to let their people off and they used to use the bathrooms on great. But there was these people coming in and they were urinating on the floor there. I seen it myself. The man showed it me one night. So he had the clothes then. He told us there, all the lads that was using it as a truck stop and things like that, all the lads that was using it and had a bit of managers and bus drivers and everything like that. Yeah. They had no place to go from two o'clock in the morning till four. Yeah. And I mean, that's just not right or safe or sanitary. Um, And, you know, Jim did mention that there are some very modern new forecourts being built where there are excellent toilet facilities. But Mm. there there are some places where the standard is hugely lacking, even if there is something available. I'd often go in myself or with the kids and I'd walk right back out of there. Yeah, some some places now. But they, if you say to anybody, God, you could do do enough that he says, "I have the staff." You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, people, George. Actually, people. I'm just saying. Finally, if people have a bit of manners with the facilities to have, but unfortunately, there's the the few always the few that doesn't. All right, Claire. Yeah, totally agree, George. Thank you for coming on, and I I know. You know, when we were talking earlier and Owen was saying, look, that safety issue isn't enough of an excuse. There are plenty of places in England and, you know, across Europe where you can use nighttime facilities and even having a security person on hand can make all the difference. It's not enough to say that's a reason. But George is representing that there are places where they have felt it's been unsafe or the facilities have been abused. And it's just really sad to hear that because, you know, then people who genuinely need them are missing out. Some of your texts here, you can travel the length of this country and back again in a day. We don't have the same needs as the continent. You still have a need on a three hour, four hour trip, you know, whether we have a smaller country or not. Another says I've been cycling since January and the roads are strewn with human faeces on the main road into Clonmel in County Tipperary. On a half mile stretch on a small road, bags of human faeces are flung from vehicles and left to hang on the ditch, totally revolting. Well, that's an image none of us needed during a lunchtime show, but worth putting out there anyway. Why not ask owners of food outlets what they would need to enable them to stay open during the night and then look for support from road authorities to cover costs? Can't be that much to pay for one person to get coffee if required. To help with costs, there could be a rotor for outlets to be open and an app created to let people know which are open. And let's be honest, any of the forecourts that you go to, you don't have a barista there etching your name into it. It's a machine that you just have to press a button and you need somebody that can check its working and refill the milk from time to time. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Weekdays at midday on News Talk.